this is Daniel, your Game Master and Master of Ceremony. This is Tori, and I play Dooley. This is Sorcerer, and I play Ty. This is Becca, and I play Mirgrat. And this is Odyssey, a Babylon 5 story. Welcome aboard. Make sure the actors are well prepared, well dressed, and well looped. Yes? Good, good. Now, wait, where is the other one? The, the, the Ralph fellow. The one, you know, we can't do this movie without the record. So go find the record. Why don't you go get uh, uh, Janar? You know Janar. He's the non with the really big. Oh, oh there you are. <laughs> good, good, good. You're here. Go, you, you go, Adrian. You go see things. <clears throat> Welcome back. So, did you like where we left off? It gets more interesting now. You see, it gets even stranger. For now, we have to deal with the fact that not only are people not where they're supposed to be, they're also not who they're supposed to be. And I can tell you this. Now that Dooley is investigating things and wondering where their friend Ty is and wondering what happened to Mirgrat and why is Mirgrat sounding so strange because Mirgrat of course is being possessed by an alien from beyond the stars it's going to get much more interesting so we have other questions what is happening to Duli what is happening to Mirgrat and where is Ty let's think about Mirgrat for a second do you think at this point, with her brain possessed with great knowledge and great power, that she might have a question or two before getting involved? Yeah, I should not have let this thing in the driver's seat so soon. Like, I was fairly certain that, like, since I was running a bunch of, like, explanations and, like, giving context and whatever, we weren't going to have, like, a full-on Lilu and Fifth Element Steve <laughs> one the first time moment. But, like, I honestly didn't predict that we were going to be going in the other direction where, like, there was just some cultural gap that I hadn't anticipated uh, vis-a-vis this thing thinking it's okay to just turn people into goo and use them to craft a new body. Live and learn. Yep. <laughs> but that's that's what that's that's some of the dangers of dealing with nigh unknowable alien things from beyond the stars. You know, little details. Things went off the rails in ways that Mirat clearly wasn't expecting. Mistakes were made, lessons have been learned. <laughs> I understand what you mean. You will be very well rewarded once the time is done. In the meantime, we have to abide by the program, and you, as, quite frankly, a lesser being, will learn from this, and you will grow great and strong, and you will bring such knowledge to your people so they too can grow great and strong. And until then, once my people are more established, then we'll be able to go our separate ways. And I think, while this is painful for you at the moment, you will find it most beneficial in the future. Does that make sense? (sighs) 
Making sense is not the same thing as being agreeable. I find it disagreeable that you are using my body in such a manner. Although my attachment to my corporeal form is less intense than other species might have, I still find many of your actions distasteful, and I resent the idea that a system of rewards is an acceptable substitute for allowing me to have autonomy over actions that will be associated with my corporeal form. Oh! You're having a problem because you don't want to be identified in case something nefarious is associated to you and people come after you the way they went after my my culture. I understand. It raises a finger to your head and you feel your eyes droop. You feel your face mandibles lengthen a little bit and your eyebrow raise just a little bit. There! Now no one will suspect it is you. See, this is the problem that we're having. (laughs) I raise a concern about bodily autonomy and your solution to that concern is to make drastic physical modifications to my body without consulting me first. It literally waves its hand. These are just temporary. This will be fine when you get your body back. I will return them to exactly the way they were, and in fact, I'll take ten years uh, off your face. You will look and feel amazing. See, again, I didn't <laughs> ask for ten years off of my face, nor frankly do I need you to take ten years off of my face. I already look and feel amazing. <laughs> I, by the way, I like that response. You cannot... Don't take ten years off my face. You cannot, you know, improve perfection. <laughs> but... So while you're having this discussion, let us return back to Dooley, who I think uh, needs another chance in the spotlight. <laughs> was that a giggle I heard in the background? That was a giggle. <laughs> I think Dooley is perfectly happy not to be in the spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I, mean, I said, she, she went from living in Brown Sector Babylon Five to now being accused of murdering somebody she's never met to um, indirectly being responsible for throwing us halfway across the universe. So, yeah, mm-hmm. she's she's okay with that. So. <laughs> That's okay, because if you play your cards right, you might end up being the savior of the universe, which may or may not be worse. Yeah, it's going to be worse. Anything is definitely going to be worse. All right. So, all right. So, um, so yeah, Julie, you are – that's right. You, t- you told Kali everything. Kali asked you to go find your friends. Right. So I head so, back to – I head back to my quarters, and if Mirgrat's not there, I'll head back to her quarter, their quarters. Okay. So Mirgrat's not in your quarters. You take you take a moment to kind of refresh, get yourself together, and go. Okay. I'm, I'm, is okay. the the uh, 
Centauri there? Oh, uh, uh, Journey. Um, yes, she is. She okay. Literally oh. going, yeah, hello, how, how can I help you, Master? Yeah, don't call me that. Um, <laughs> we are experiencing some technical difficulty with the ship. I want you to stay in the quarters as much as possible. I understand. Okay. I need to go find my friends. Uh, very well. Um, uh, there was uh, somebody who came around a little while ago, a man named uh, uh, Alan Gibson, who was looking for Ty. Um, I think that was the last I've heard, but that was several hours ago. Okay. I, I've i never heard this name, right? Not, no, you've never encountered him before. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, I will so, head to Mirgratz. Okay. I think that was all taken care of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the sentence that we have in our podcast now. <laughs> Phrases you never thought you'd have to see or hear or say. I don't think any, anybody was rotting there. Hazards yeah. um, <laughs> of playing a pot moron, am I right? <laughs> Pachmara or Necromancer, either one. Um, yep. Which, by the way, if uh, a side note, be cut out of the game. I used to run a game eons ago that was, and I had friends run it, called Gate Crashers, which was a uh, D20 game. So any game that was D20 was allowed. So you could have, you know, things from uh, uh, D20 Modern, D20 D&D, or... Uh, Star Wars or anything else like that, because they're all basically the same system. So yes, if you could, in a game like that, have a Pachmara Necromancer, think about that for a little while. That seems on brand. <laughs> I have this bizarre image of the Pachmara after devouring most of the body and the skulls are left behind, literally putting their hands up the skulls and using them as puppets for a little while. I mean... Okay, that sounds ghoulish, but honestly not out of character. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, so Dooley, you go looking at uh, Mirgrat's quarters. They are untouched. Nothing's happened since you were there. Nobody was left there. Memory serves. Uh, there's no sign of Ty. There's no sign of Mirgrat. Okay. Uh, we have those those calm things in our hands, right? Yes? Correct. No? Maybe? Okay. I'm going to try to raise Dooley on one. You are Dooley. I mean, uh, God. Uh, Mirgrat on one. Yes. By the Sorry, way, there is on the phone. wrong name, wrong word. By the way, there is a blooper reel from Babylon 5 in which Marcus walks into a room and says, Hello, Marcus. Wait. <laughs> I'm fucking Marcus! And then somebody said, you're fucking Marcus? Yeah, uh, <laughs> 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 when he hot. Yeah, that, hey, whatever you think. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> All right. Anyway. So, yes, so, I'm going to try to raise Mirgrath on the, the communicator thing. Is there, okay. like, a link for that thing? Uh, a link. Oh, thing call it a link. A link. So I will try and raise her on the link. Okay. This is where Mirgrat comes in. Enjoy this little tension. <laughs> so from Mirgrat, choo-choo, choo-choo, as you're having the discussion with the thing, choo-choo, choo-choo, it praises. Hi! 
This is Meerkat. How can I help you? I want to tell the entity that I object to it using my name. <laughs> Understood. Oh, Julie, you were saying? Uh, yeah, yeah. This is Julie. Where, where are you? Oh, I am in the the. the... Brain just boom. I'm in the steerage area behind the black door that we discussed earlier. I was deal. I have dealt with the source of the amber. How? Oh, I found out it was a Markab who was creating it. He was creating it using a formula that has been was created by ancient beings. That is why he had all those antiques. He was trying to refine. So I'm here in his office, surrounded by amber. Come and visit. Um, I'm not sure I can go through steerage right now because of... Oh, because of Joey? Yeah. Oh, do not worry about him. I've had that taken care of as well. So you are free. Come knock on the door, and I will make sure you are allowed to enter the quarters freely. How did you take care of Joey? I talked to him. Okay. Yes, it helps to have the power of the government behind you. Um, have you have you heard from Ty? No, I cannot say that I have heard from Ty person. Okay, so I am going to swing by Ty's quarters, and then I'll make my way towards you. I understand. I will eagerly await your arrival. Okay. <clears throat> so, have one more question, Mirgrat. Have you had any? more problems with the voices? Oh, just a little, but I wouldn't worry about that right now. It's all good. And have you looked outside at all? No, you know I can I have. The ship? I feel yeah, like we have the, come out of hyperspace. Yes, and we're a bit lost. That is unfortunate. Yes. All right, I'm going to head to Ty's. All right. By the way, as you head to ties, now this is an interesting point for Mirgret. Yeah, I object to this thing pretending it's me. <laughs> it, ex- it explains that how else could it explain who it is and to your friend who is coming down? You would tell them that you are the, the entity from beyond the stars that has been inhabiting my head. They know about you. Hmm. This is true. So, would you like me to uh, uh, to uh, explain the situation in very specific ways to your friend, Duli? Yes, please call her back and explain that that wasn't me. Oh, she is on her way, and she's going to visit Ty, so it is okay when she gets here. She will be safe. No, please explain to her now that she is that her previous conversation was not with me. Context is important in these situations. Give me a diplomacy roll. Fuck. <laughs> Hell yeah, 18. 18, okay. Go. Not bad. <laughs> Counter roll. Oh. oh. <laughs> you had the better roll, but it had the better advantage. Yeah. But again, and it was close too. Like, you please, please do this. No, no, it would be perfectly fine. I have control, and I will explain things to her when she gets here. It will help with everything else. In the meantime, we have things we need to do. 
Please. By the way, go ahead. Stories from you continue being okay with this. I'm sorry. What did you say? It's going to need to tell me a hell of a lot more stories from you continue being okay with this. <laughs> so this, by the way, this is the point normally in the story where the tense music should come up because you see what it's capable of. You felt what it's been capable of, and now one of your friends is coming to visit, unsuspecting. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> so back to Julie. Uh, yes. So you go back to Ty's location. Ty is gone. Uh, looks like he the she left a uh, uh, a pad at her room that had a number. Uh, looks like some sort of. Uh, room in steerage compartment looks again there's a number and a location for it but it looks like there was some room that she was going to okay I'll make note of that and head down there okay so so do you head to the dark door for the black door first, or do you head to the uh, ties location first? No, I want to know where all my friends are. I know where Mirgrat is, so now I'm trying to figure out where Ty is. Okay. That's really nice. I would not do that for your. I know. I know. Mirgrat fully would. <laughs> Sorry, this is literally a scene from The Simpsons. <laughs> you, you know, you know, Flanders, you're helping us. You know, I, you know, your father would help me as best he could. Dead stare. Point taken. Now do this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so you head down to the location. Location is like again in the middle of steerage. It's one of the. It's not a uh, cabinet hotel. It's actually like an actual room. It looks more like a storage room than an actual like living room. Um, but you open the door, and inside are a group of people surrounding what seems to be some sort of you know small blue gem on the floor, and they're all sit- kneeling on the floor, kind of waving back and forth like they're in some sort of uh, prayer chant or something else like that. Though most of them look human far as you can tell. Though there are a couple of Bricaris and a couple of uh, Drazi amongst their ranks. Mm. But you open the door, one of them turns to you and says, Hello. Please, you know, excuse my friends. He gets up from the circle, looks over. He's in an all-white suit. Um, are you looking for something? I am looking for Ty. Ty? I think I know who you mean. You just missed her. Uh, she was reunited with her son and had to make a bit of a journey, but I suspect she'll be back at some point. I can have her talk to you when she gets in. Yes, uh, have her contact to leave when possible. What What do you mean by journey? Oh, oh, she just had to see the sights, I guess. we it feels like we're out of hyperspace, so I guess she's on a... <clears throat> going to, to one of the shuttles, I guess. Okay. Imagine if her kid's here, she's taking him around. Um, okay. Uh, well, that answers that. Yes, if she comes back here, please have her contact Dooley. 
By the way, if this is the point in the scene where where uh, the player playing uh, uh, Ty Sorcerer here is internally screaming, I've done my job right. <laughs> I'm just surprised everybody just accepted that Ty has a kid without blinking because I don't know if she ever brought it up. I feel like she wouldn't mention that. No, she didn't. I mean, also, I think everyone else would be like, oh, Ty's a kid? I feel like she wouldn't mention that. That makes sense. (laughs) That's true. Okay. To be fair, the only thing that that Ty has mentioned is that you work in shipping somehow, and I'm an idiot. And that's pretty much it. That's our (laughs) relationship. Pretty much. (laughs) Yeah, it's working out great. She has a kid. I mean, I I have, you know, this stranger obviously knows more about Ty than I do, so, you know, okay. (laughs) (laughs) This is like the weirdest game I've ever ever run. I'm just going to say that flat out. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, so besides the usual craziness and chaos, so yeah, you, uh, you were told Ty's out, and you're like, okay, that's fine. Well, we'll get back to Ty and your situation in a little bit. So what do you do? So, uh huh. N- now I head to Mirgrat. Okay. So not Mirgrat. I want. I want that on record. How can we get it on record? <laughs> you know the fact that you you took out the whole amber operation without me kind of hurts a little because you knew how important it was to me, but yeah. I can honestly say it hurt me more than it hurt you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is one of the weirder, but damn. You know what? I I think Ty hasn't had a little bit of spotlight for a little bit. I want Mirgret and Julie to have tense moments for a little bit. So let's go back to, to Ty. So you and your kid have been led to uh, a meeting hall room. Again, everything's in that same Adobe feel. And you're given some food that at first you're like, what is this? It's like, it is a strange word inserted here. And they just literally like dunk their heads into these bowls of, of stuff, like some sort of slop or whatever that, you know, if you do try it, it's actually not bad. It's from your own taste buds, very strange, but these aren't your taste buds, so it's kind of familiar. It's kind of like having grandma's secret pancake recipe, even though you've never met your grandma or had pancakes. Okay. But again, it's it's fine. It's you, you know, doesn't like unsettle your stomach or anything like that, or whatever you have that's an equivalent to a stomach. But in the meantime, there's Dulan. He says, "Ah, so while you were here, you will have access to records, to teachers, to uh, entertainments. You will learn new musics, arts, sciences, intellectualism, unlike you have ever seen before in your life. So, what can I entreat you and your son with?" Um. Yeah, I don't care about any of that stuff. I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> You're not just feeling super scammed about the body swap. Right? There's an entire world. I don't fucking care. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> this world is going under apocalypse. As long as I'm not here, I don't give a I give it a rat's ass. Now, let's talk about me not being here. <laughs> I want to know how long I have until this sun explode thing happens. 
He says, approximately. Well, approximately. He looks over. It says some sort of weird piping language to somebody else, which you kind of get, but kind of don't. Pipes. The language gets piped all around here and there until somebody comes forth. He has a bit of a drape of a sash on him that kind of looks like a gold coloring, but it, for lack of a better term, you know that stuff that they use for bubble wrap nowadays? It's large uh, uh, plastic sacks that are mm-hmm. just in a chain? Yeah. Yeah. Now, imagine somebody, yeah, exactly. Now, somebody takes that and turns it into a sash that goes around the neck and becomes a Y in front and painted gold. That's kind of what it looks like. Um, yeah. Stalin. <laughs> Look, he comes over. By our estimation and our stellar engineers, we believe that we have two months before everything happens. So we have in accelerating our plans to make sure that we have been, our great race has been removed and then those who have been, done us the favor have also been orchestrated new forms. I believe that there is one who has created a penal colony who has set up a copy of the book and is awaiting the true book for us to do the transfer. Uh, like a jail? Like for criminals? That is a penal colony, yes. Alright, I just wanted to clarify in case I heard that wrong. Mm, Okay, fair enough. What kind of crimes, you know, what gets you sent to the penal colony? It shakes its head. That is not our concern. Hypothetically. (laughs) Again, this is beyond our ken. All we know that these are those who would have been rejected by their own society should they had a martial penalty or uh, a capital punishment. And that is all we care about. We are facilitating that. These are people who will not be missed and have a chance at redemption of their own name. And then we will take their bodies and cultivate our new race. Simple as that. Right. So what if I told you that three days ago in the distant future, I tortured a guy and then probably got him pushed out of an airlock to spin forever in space and die? Hypothetically. Sure. Hypothetically. It ponders this for a bit. Did you enjoy torturing this individual? Oh, yes. You know, in theory. Then I would (laughs) say your son will be very well looked after. Got it. Well, good thing I didn't do that. (laughs) Ty, give me a bluff check. Put some extra points into this skill when I leveled up, because I could see this, like, something like, like, not like this, but I knew I would need it. (laughs) You kind of sense that you might need to bluff your way out of something. Extra lies all the time. Could he use that? Mm-hmm. Oh! <laughs> Extra lines all the time. <laughs> wow. 
how did you get a plus 16? Your max is plus 9. Did you have any other bonuses or stuff? Let's see. Um, I got 3 charisma. Okay. Ranks. Plus 5 miscellaneous crap, and then, yeah. Okay. Alright, just wanted to make mm-hmm. sure. Okay. Um, I just really yeah, good at wow. this one thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think some of that you get for being Bercari, uh is the and a feed or something like that, because there's one that... Some of that, and then, yeah, like... Um, I think one of the traitor things gives you some. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Is it, yeah. it's like, it, hmm? There's also like skill synergy bonuses as well. Yeah. Hmm. So anyway, yeah, ties are really good at lying. You're even with your new body, new form, and new tongue. You're like, oh yeah, that's that didn't happen. I was just checking. No problem. You know, I'm I'm a perfectly sainted individual. Right here, uh, that's all <laughs> about this specific situation. Uh, so they says, well, we have, yeah, uh, 32, I'm not even going to counter. It's like, oh, I understand. Of course. We are not brutal. We are not unforgiving. We are simply a people who have a need, and there are those who, through their right to their existence away, and so we are co-opting their resources, rather mm-hmm. than it being wasted. Whatever you say, buddy. <laughs> As you give it the good old whatever helps you sleep at night. <laughs> whatever you tell yourself. Um yeah, so uh great. Where do you uh how do you even get there? You know, hypothetically. <laughs> Obviously I'm not gonna go visit. How do you get to there? The penal colony. The penal colony. Um well, the same way that you were brought. Were you not Educated as to the situation. Uh, buddy, I never went to college. You're just gonna have to explain it to me. <laughs> so over a piping hot bowl of thing, um, <laughs> Dulan explains. When I came in contact with the book, I understood what it was eventually. He kind of points up at the sky, away from the big glowing red ball of death above you. He says, do you see that over there? And points to this dot. It's kind of like a squid, but it's moving in the wrong direction all the way up and up and up. Yeah, sure. There it is. Do you know what that is? Of course not. That... Is a Vorlon protector. That is part of the embargo of this world. And the Vorlons have said that we are a disruptor of their order and have to be destroyed. They won't destroy us themselves. They will let our son do it. We have been encased in here for decades, millennia, however long. However, the Yithians found out there is another way to escape rather than physically. They discovered time travel. However, time travel to physically push yourself from one era to another is very difficult, very power-consuming, and has many, many traps and dangers along the way. So they realized... There's no way to 
do that with the resources of this planet alone, not without thoroughly destroying the planet and destroying all the other Yithians who might not be able to make it. But if you can travel by thought, if you can project yourself into a new awaiting body, then we can escape with all our knowledge intact, with our personalities and souls intact, and let this planet die, and we will simply start anew. And the other one, the, the big one, the big sash comes over and says, and we had to choose a time to which the Vorlons and the other great races out there would not be a problem to our, or a hindrance to us. We have seen them in years, decades past, in centuries past, destroy, seal off, and undo races they thought were problems. We are avoiding their judgment. Great. So, we're not, and by we, I mean me specifically, we're not going back, are we? We're just stuck here until the sun explodes and the Vorlons drive away. We're here, uh, I was promised that once my education had been completed, I had been returned to my body seven times. But once my education would be completed and they established the base in which they needed to be, then things like the penal colony would be available for the rest of us who acted as good servants to return to our own time or at least the time beyond the Vorlons. And then, once there, we would go back to Vorlon space, which is where we are now, and find our old technology and every, our, our culture waiting for us in the ashes of this planet or a few others like it. Yep, that's confusing. Well, <laughs> I would like to... Okay, well, I'm not really interested in a weird... Th- future theory, but you don't really seem to know about anything else. Oh, well, we know about lots of things. Again, what are you interested in? You know what? Tell me about um, your ships. You have spaceships, right? Um, we were travelers at one time, but all of our ships were destroyed by... He points out. Yeah, okay. Um, you know what? I'm not even sure what to do. You, I'm sure, understand that this is incredibly confusing and weird, and I did not choose this. However, with any luck, maybe I can find the person who chose this for me. I understand. Do you know that person's name? Alan Gibbons. Alan Gibbons. I will ask around to see if Alan Gibbons... um, has taken on a different form. Perhaps you and he have much to discuss. Mm-hmm. We sure do. <laughs> the more Alan Gibbons breaks out in a cold sweat. <laughs> <laughs> it's as if someone walked over my grave 4,000 years ago. Okay. So they help you to your room and you again, you sit, you relax, your, your son is a bit more relaxed now that he's had some food in him and he just curls up in his little nest and sleeps immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is a good time of Ty, you know, the dramaticness of sits clacking her her claws against each other thinking, as, okay, 
Any, every prison's got a way out of it. How do I find my way out of this? And, so yeah, that sounds like her. Dooley, after looking at this and talking to the other person, starts making your way down to uh, the black door, the last door on, uh, in, in near the store, storage section in the steerage. And uh, nobody bothers you going through. I know you were warned never to come back to steerage, but nobody seems to mind you at all if they even notice you. I'm on. What's going on? Are they panicking? Are they resolved? Or can I do a kind of glance around? Okay, that's a uh, question. Motive, maybe. Sense motive, I'll allow. Otherwise, it would be, I would say, investigate. But sense motive is fine. Or notice. It would the other one would be notice, right? And my investigate's the highest, so whatever. You... I will allow the investigate in this case because you're probably, you know, asking a couple questions and that, try to get a general feel for it. 28. Okay. So, here's uh, here's how this stands. Uh, everyone can feel the difference between hyperspace and not hyperspace. So everyone thinks that, oh, they've gotten to their location. This may or may not be the actual planet of colonization, but enough in steerage, people expect that they'll start opening up the doors to get to the shuttles, start bringing some supplies down to whatever planet they are, and maybe some of them will either go down for colonization or some of them will essentially hitch their way to this new place in hoping of making a new start wherever it is. So the general vibe in steerage is, oh, we should get ready for departure. You know, uh, nobody in steerage is here for the round trip. Right. Half the people in second class are not here for the round trip. People in first class are here for the round trip, more than likely. So, yeah, so there's the feeling of, oh, are we out there? Are we there? There's not a lot of windows in steerage, because, again, steerage is uh, right. not close to the outside, not really paying for the views, so they're kind of, you know, they're in the bowels of the ship in some ways. So Okay. And the promenade, by the way, has had most of their windows sealed off, and uh, a lot of the digital readouts of where they were uh, have the words, uh, sorry for the interruptions. So again, not a lot of people are seeing what's outside yet. Mm. Okay. So. Well, I'm not going to disillusion them. <laughs> <laughs> there seems to be some hopefulness. And again, you see some other people who were kind of the slave traders going, all right, you lot, get ready to go. We're going to you know, sell you off real good. I'm like, yes, yes, master. A bunch of the other ones like, ah, we progressed to the new place. Ah, oh, my, my, my dear child, when we get there, the streets will be paved with gold and, and new opportunities will be everywhere. And soon you and I will be farmers rather than the squalors we had. No more picking out of dumpsters for us. There's that feeling kind of rumbling over most of steerage. So, an Ellis Island before you get to the mean streets of New York. Yes. Uh, that's what they, that feels like. But anyway. So, when you get to the steerage, uh. to the, uh, is there anything you want to do on the way to the black door or is it just straight to the black door? Yeah, no, I've got no other business down here. Um, okay. You know, eventually I imagine that I'm going to, if Mirgrad doesn't know what's happened, I'll tell them, and then I imagine I will 
ask them how their people are handling it. So we'll get to that. But yeah, I, I don't have anything else going on down here. So I didn't know if you wanted to stop for other reasons. I just wanted to check. All right. So I figured you wanted to go. Didn't want to put words in your mouth. Yeah. So you get to the black door and again, there's a couple of guys guarding the door. You walk up and it's like, Oh, it's you. Uh, boss said you can come on in. Come on. Open the door. And um, you saw the hold, interior. Hold, hold on. Before I go in the door, I'm mm-hmm. look at them and say, do you know what's happened You're they, to your boss? They kind of look over. What are you talking about? My boss is Joey. Ah. Okay, that explains it. All right. All right, I'll go in then. Okay. Oh. All right, they let you in, and they cut it. Boss! Someone for the the last of his kind. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Come on in. It looks over. It Joey comes out from the side room. It's gonna. Oh, oh, it's you. All right. Look, Austin, I had permission. Okay. I am here with permission. All right, all right, all right, all right. Boss says you're here, so don't worry about it. A little, a little beef is hamburger. Long gone. Don't okay. worry about it. As long as the boss thinks you're okay, you're okay by me. So no worries. It's all good. How is me boss now? Oh, well, uh, he looks over and says, ah, he pulls out a bit of amber from his pocket. Eh, one on the house. Make you feel better. Eh, go inside. That doesn't answer the question. And no, I don't want that. Really? That's what you asked for last time. Eh, whatever. He takes it back, puts it right back in his pocket. Eh, what do I care? Puts you back to the to the, the door. And okay. boss is waiting for you. Alright, I'll go in. Okay. Yeah, Gret. How did yes. you become a crime lord boss? Oh well I facilitated some uh situations and I helped deal with the person who was in charge of all this before, and I have other formulas that I can help to this situation. Okay. This has allowed us go ahead. I am mentally interrupting because she addressed the entity as Mirgarat. And I am upset that it is continuing the charade, even though even though uh, Dooley has arrived. I want it to explain right the hell now. Give me a telepathy check. Fifteen. Okay. You're kind of shouting in its head. And, you know, so Dooley said, oh, I have help. Just a moment. And it pauses for a second. And so... Julie, you're not hearing anything for a second. I understand. I will deal with that. I am dealing with the first processes first. And I will explain everything in detail. He turns right back to Julie and says, I was just assisting in various things to help things uh, move along. So, for, uh, uh, friend, uh, friend Julie, please sit. Can I get you anything? We can get you beverage or we can get you things. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Um, I, I wasn't able to find Ty, but I found some friends who said that she has a son, I guess, and the son somehow, actually, that doesn't make sense, somehow arrived and they went sightseeing. Maybe the son was here all along and she didn't realize it. I'm not, I don't know the story, but I left a message. So, um, 
but yeah, what, what do you mean other... Why are you still here? We don't want to be crime lords. Other formulas? Oh! I'm not wanting to be a crime lord either, but it facilitated the matter in this situation. I required a number of chemicals that were only available here. Chemicals for what? Oh! For crafting new bodies. It is an old practice that is I'm sorry, Becca, you said you said again that you're gonna do another telepathy roll because I'm very upset at this point. It's getting into crafting new bodies and it still hasn't explained that it's not me. <laughs> Twenty two! Twenty two! Okay. So so you're doing a telepathy check on it. Well, I also right. don't think there are rules written for arguing with the elder thing that's inhabiting your brain. No, but again, there's certain telepathy things to do, such as action blocks, message sending, second sight, warning, that sort of thing. All of these are uh, skills or feats, I forget. Skills. Yeah, skills. They're telepathy actions that, yeah, it's a thing. Okay. Uh, Which, yeah, you got a 22, so there you go. Uh, that's that's a high message. I get that's that's even more than a squirt, as they call it, um, which just sounds strange. Uh, yeah. <laughs> let's see, no deep scans. All right, just want to double check there. So yeah, get a couple of actions. You're trying to do communication with it. Twenty two. So yes, you kind of yell, to, you know, telepathy to it, saying, "Explain the situation. I did not agree to this," or however you want to present it. Yeah, basically that. <laughs> Yeah. Julie sees Miograt kind of shudder for a second, and it says, yes, we've gotten involved in body crafting. It is a very old art that is actually very useful to a number of societies. And in my situation, I'm dealing with the entity in my head, and that this case will allow the entity to uh, continue... And I'm looking because it just implied that I'm it and the entity in my head is not uh, doing it. <laughs> Uh-huh. You, sorry. Yeah. So you're pissed off now. Did you say you were doing something with that, or...? Yeah, I'm rolling again. I'm I'm extremely pissed. I am now, like, <laughs> I am full-on, like, trying to grab this thing by the ear and yank it until it tells Dewey the truth. Okay. 27. 27. Nice. Oh, wow. <laughs> I like that the rolls are getting better as I get more pissed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so it's gonna to try to do a counter roll to basically shut you up. Oh! 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 Wow! Oh, one point! So, yeah. yes, feel free to, to channel that anger, cause you guys rolled exactly the, uh, like, literally almost the exact same roll with the exact same stats. And it beats you by one point. So externally, uh, Dooley, you're watching uh, uh, Mirkrat not go into convulsions, but looking like she's developed Parkinson's in the last <laughs> 20 minutes. You know, her, she shakes, jitters, and you know her her you know tendrils flare a little bit in strange jerky motions uh, while maintaining trying to maintain the conversation with you, which now is starting to sound more and more like a Max Headroom routine. 
Yeah, I I take a step back and uh, I I don't understand what's gotten into you, Dooley. This doesn't. There are limits to what you should learn for science. This is true. This is very true. However, in this situation, I think the trembling has become a result of some of the amber that I took, and that I have to deal with this as soon as possible. This okay, is why I'm the body cracked. Sorry, what? I'm yelling at it again. I'm going to yell at it every time it lies. <laughs> <laughs> this is why the body crafting is important, so we can get a new vessel for the entity to reside, so we can discuss matters. 22. 22? Okay. All right. And... Survey says... Oh, God. We just can't win. It's it's, it's using some deflections, but again, I like to stress the fact that it doesn't have more points than you do or more power than you do. It's just gotten luckier. Yeah, that's kind of status quo for me, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, Do you... Yeah, I'm still standing up and keeping my distance from them because I don't like any of this. Mm-hmm. Um, do you realize what's happened outside the ship? No! I have been here the whole time! What has happened? Who is in the room at this time? Just you and uh, you and Mirgrat. Okay. We have been seriously diverted from our course. We don't know where we are. How do you mean we don't know where we are? We don't. Where we are. <laughs> Our ship got flung halfway across the universe and we don't recognize the stars. We don't have hyperspace beacon. We don't know where we are. This I, is unfortunate. Do you have any knowledge of, of navigation? Hmm. Not of navigation. But perhaps I might be able to identify a couple of the star clusters. Or even if the planet is very unusual, I might recognize it. Oh yes, it's unusual. I was hoping that you might have, because you've you've read a lot more than I have. Um, you're probably older. But anyways, <laughs> um, yeah. So let's go look out a window and show you what it's it's weird. I understand. Just a moment. It hits a link. Joey, I am going for a walk and maybe a nice bite to eat. In the meantime, please continue the project. I look forward to hearing more information once I get in. Oh, and make sure you have a couple other test subjects available. They will be as resources in the coming days. In fact, very soon. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That is wise. Thank you. What? You're going to stand up. What? Are we still talking about making bodies? Oh, of course. Why is this necessary? To provide a vessel for the entity that was inside the amber, so it can come out and not affect anybody else in the meantime. Okay, I'm yelling at it again. (laughs) (laughs) 26. Ooh, 26. Yeah, well, my my 27 wasn't good enough, but... (laughs) Hey, hey, it's all... It's literally luck of the dice in this case. And... Oh! Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for those listening at home, it just rolled a 20 as a total of 30, beating out, uh, Mirgrat. Um, so Mirgrat, you have this overwhelming 
wave of fear wash over you and you had that same image that you had when you first encountered this entity, the barrel shape, the the fans of wings around it, the strange tentacles, the multi-headed head with the eyes that look down upon you, and it's now towering over you. And you get this sense of how dare you interfere. Bitch, it's my body! <laughs> That is not what Mirgarat says. I, I assume they've been te- telepathically, like, slapped, so they're kind of, like, seeing stars at the moment. But, uh, just FYI, they're now filled with something very closely approaching righteous anger. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Very much so. Whereas the thing is just like, I know, how dare you? I am the, you know, you you dare get in the way of the work? You dare get in the way of this? And you you get that wave of fear that, get as you call it, the bitch slap of of telepathy over your consciousness. You're seeing fear, but the fear is, uh, sorry, seeing stars, but the stars is fear. It just kind of envelops you for a second. It is pulled out of your chest. And then shoved down your throat. Very Lovecraftian sentiment, just saying. (laughs) <laughs> well, I am stealing from that, that uh, archetype right now, so yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, so it, you know, just doing this, and it you can kind of still see it, your own body stand up, and have a casual, if not a little jerky, walk with Julie as they want to go take a look what's going on outside. Um, okay. So, I think I want to initiate telepathic combat with this thing. Okay. Because it's like Mirgarat is pretty fucking sick of this thing saying like it said that it would tell Dooley the truth and it didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, now I have to look up how telepathic combat is done, but damn, this is gonna be fun. There you have it! Telepath Combat! <laughs> this is but the continuation of where we leave off here. So, make sure you come back next time for we have much more to discuss. So come back to the Pedini and I will tell you more about our friends on the Taumar E. Celestia. Until then... Ariadne, what... Oh, look! There he is! Oh, my... God, what huge hands he has. Don't do fine. And that's where we're in for this week. I want to thank everyone for joining us and hope that you continue to join us every two weeks for another episode of Odyssey. If you have any questions, comments, constructive criticisms, or just want to say hi, then you can find us at temporalplaygrounds.com slash odyssey or email us at temporalplaygrounds at gmail.com or now you can follow us on Twitter at Odyssey B5DM. Babylon 5 was created by J. Michael Straczynski and is owned by Warner Brothers Domestic Media. The Babylon 5 role-playing game was produced by Mongoose Publishing utilizing the OGL gaming license for G20. Our theme music was composed by Evan King. The song Titan Striker is available on YouTube and at evankingmusic.com. 
Incidental music provided by Tabletop Audio at tabletopaudio.com. Please see websites for more information. Once again, I am Daniel, and I thank you for joining us on this grand adventure. Good night, and keep dreaming.